I'm glad that hobo's gone. Oh yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we got that hobo gone, and we got this weird psychological thriller gone too. So yep. it's time to watch these Oscars, this Viking show, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever that crap is. Well, uh, do you have anything to watch this three-hour nonsense that we're watching? Well, I guess I have some candy. And I got some, some uh, popcorn? I've got the drinks. What the fuck? Hey, guys. We're back. We're back again. And this time yeah. with a guest. Again. Again. Yeah. Well, who is this guy? Who is this clown? Who is this clown, anyway? Anyway. Cardell? Cordell. Oh, Cordell. Cordell? Cordell, there we go. <laughs> uh, Cordell used to be my roommate down in that one town. Yes. A town that shall not be named. The viewers have been close. What if someone actually starts trying to guess? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the only guess they've, they've gotten is, like, uh, it's a Midwestern town. Yeah. That's all they know. They, start, if they just start listing them alphabetically that we might be in trouble. Uh, and uh, But it has to be big enough to have a, sh- a shoe store. Because they know yeah. that one of us works at a shoe store. Well, keep or quit giving them hints. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, Adam, what are we doing today, actually, for this crazy uh, random yeah. bonus episode? Yeah, so I want to say we're watching the Oscars, but that's not true because I haven't even seen any of them, and I'm definitely not actually watching it. So we're doing something related to the Oscars. Yeah, we're doing kind of like a celebration of the Oscars, like a little mini game show slash prediction slash having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. You're down to clown? I'm down to clown. You know it. Yeah. Uh, And if people have been checking in on Twitter, um, I've been actually... Mini reviewing all the best picture nominees. Yeah, you got got some some viral tweets in there. Yeah, some people are retweeting it, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But before we begin, as usual, you know what time it is, Adam. What time? Uh, To thank the people that made our show possible. Oh, yeah. uh, The folks over at Panic Pages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you remember the hobo, he was on there. Yeah. So yeah, but cool. not really a hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there might be another podcast, uh, another podcaster to join us as well in a later date too. But we'll get talk about that later. Yeah, we're gonna have like a cinematic universe going on. Kind of, <laughs> kind of like the Sandler verse. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be more connected than the Sandlerverse, though. But the Sandlerverse is so good, though. <laughs> no, it's not. I feel bad. What is this podcast called again? Get out. <laughs> um, it, uh, it's called Pathetic Premiere. 
the pet, the pathetic premiere cin- cinematic universe. Yep. Uh, PP, <laughs> the PPC. The premiere. Um. Well, the f- the first game is gonna pit Adam versus Cordell. Oh boy. And the 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 object of the game is um basically you have to. I'm going to give you the name of the best picture movie and you, of this year, and you have to guess close enough to the plot as possible. Okay. No so, internet? No internet. You just got to guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, just by the name alone. What if I already know something about one of them? Uh, well, that's good, because I believe Cordell has seen one or two of them. Oh, well, this... Okay. <laughs> so it might be one-sided. Okay. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. So any questions from you guys? Nope. No, no questions. I'm ready. Okay, the first movie is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Who should go first? Where do we go in? Uh, The guest should go first. (laughs) All right. The Trial of the Chicago 7. This movie is about a crime syndicate in the streets of Chicago. Um, there There are several scenes in this movie involving um, a court and a jury and a judge and uh the I'm the 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 Chicago Seven and they they find them guilty and uh they've been littering and killing and looting and all that kind of stuff. So that is that is the Chicago Seven. Trial of the Chicago Seven, I should say. What about you, Adam? So I I feel like I vaguely remember something about the Trial of Chicago 7 in real life, but I don't remember it at all, and I swear it's something like it was some guys got wrongly accused of something because they were, they were black or something like that, but I don't remember if I'm making that up or if that's real or what. Um, well, both of you are kind of correct. But Cordell's more correct. Uh, the Trial of the Chicago 7 is based on the real-life events of the the riots that were happening at the Democratic Convention of 1969, 1970. Okay. Um, and basically a whole bunch of different groups wanted, basically were protesting for the, en- the end of the Vietnam War. Okay. Oh. And basically, the whole movie is basically the whole the trial that took place. Hmm. You watch that? Yeah, it's on. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Give it a try. Is it? Uh, is it like? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it similar in structure to like nineteen seventeen? Like basically, the whole the whole movie is like the like where the events took place, and you know, like. Well, kind of. It's it's all set in the courtroom, and they're basically kind of just like going, uh, basically telling their stories. Uh, like you're kind of just seeing it okay. as it plays out. It's pretty much uh, hold, hold true to everything. 
Cool. Yeah. So currently it's one point Cordell, one point, uh, zero points Adam. Cool. I'll catch, catch up. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next movie on the list is uh, Promising Young Woman. Are we going to have Adam first this yeah, time? Yeah, uh, Adam can go first on this time. Uh, I I just gotta make something up. Um, <laughs> there's a ballet dancer who shows a lot of potential in this crazy um, alcoholic guy that used to be like a trainer or something for them. Uh, takes her under his wing and um, she becomes a star. Okay. <laughs> um, well, promising young woman is about an Olympic figure skater who, um, shit. Uh, I think she. I think she was from like Thailand or something like that. And and she basically it shows like a training montage and uh, it shows her road to the. 2012 London Olympics, where she gets gold in uh, figure skating. Well, you're both wrong, <laughs> but Adam is slightly closer because <laughs> he said that she got drunk at one point. She had an alcoholic father. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. So Adam gets the point, but basically, what promising a woman is about is. This person, this woman, she basically takes a, she takes advantage of guys by taking advantage of by making herself advantageable. That makes sense. Okay, so she's encouraging guys to rape her. Yeah, but then like as they like get to the point, she's like, "Hey, no." Uh, and then this gets to uh, the extreme of like one person got raped in her college that made her drop out of school to psychological damage mm. um, and she wants to take revenge on those guys and that involves a whole bunch of stuff that's better for people just to watch mm. rather than it's it's actually a really good movie if you like the movie Joker you'll like this movie I did like the movie Joker. That was pretty good. Yeah, I I might have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's different. It's also it's like basically a, a thriller comedy, if that makes sense. Interesting. Uh, and it has a really good payoff. It's on Amazon Prime Video for nineteen ninety nine. This video is sponsored by Promising Young Woman. Um. No. <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, Hashtag not sponsored, except by um, a podcast company. Anchor? Anchor, yeah. We already gave them a shout out at the very beginning. It's just going to be hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. I'm going to just do that. Um, the next movie on the list after this one-to-one tie is... Mank. What is Mank about? Oh, I 
can't even get any hints from the movie title. Jeez. <laughs> how, uh, many, how many Manks do you know? Um, Mank is about fur traders. Uh, I, I, I guess for this one, I can probably give you guys. Uh, Adam, you could probably look this up on your end. Um, I give you, I give you guys the poster. Yeah, I, I don't. I already know what Mink is about. What? I know what Mink's about already. Oh, I'll give Cordell the poster just to give. Uh, okay. Uh, here, get that out. Because I was gonna watch it, but I didn't. Oh. That's all you get. So it's uh, it's a movie um about a speakeasy. By the looks of it, um, basically, basically they uh, it's prohibition era, and um, it's all about it, it. Much of the action in this movie takes place in this speakeasy, and there are several interactions with the police, and uh, yeah, they're basically just trying to consume their goodies in peace. I guess, Adam. Uh, Mink is about Orson Welles um, and whoever else who I forgot the name of uh, trying to make... His his name is in the movie. Mink. (laughs) Orson Welles and Mink um, trying to make that movie I also blanked on. Oh my god. Um, (sighs) Yeah. Uh, uh, you're looking for Herman Mankiewicz, and the movie is called Citizen Kane. Yeah, there you go. It's it like that first movie that was good, like the first actually good movie ever. They were instead of trying to make that. Um, this, uh, yeah, it's basically the basically the writing of the movie and like the behind the scenes of it. Uh, if you have not seen Citizen Kane, this movie will be just dull and boring. Yeah. See, I like Citizen King and David Fincher directs it, if I'm right. And I like David Fincher, so I was interested in it, but I never got around to watching it. Yeah. It's on Netflix if you guys want to check it out. Um, the the, uh, the Oscars might go for it if they decide uh, if they want to get that old-timesy feels. I feel like it might win. Like It, it's, it has like every thing the Academy... Oh, which we'll kind of get about it this later when we're talking about the predictions. Um, it's Adam's turn, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you this one, Adam. Uh, Sound of Metal. Hey, Sound of Metal is about a guy who is a drummer in a metal band, and his hearing starts going bad. I assume because of his playing, and uh, he can't really play anymore because he can't hear anything, and he's just kind of trying to learn how to cope with his life when, like, the most important thing to him has been taken away. Okay, so I actually know much of the detail about this movie because I have, I have in fact, seen The Sound of Metal, and um, it is, in fact, about a metal band drummer who loses his hearing. Um, within, within the movie, he, uh, his girlfriend at the time is his agent, and basically 
she is advocating for him to go to this um, home, essentially, for um, deaf people. It's a very secluded place. It's a place where deaf people can learn to cope with um, being deaf. And actually, uh, part of part of the important like one important part of this movie is that he actually like um him and his girlfriend slept in like traveled and slept in an airstream trailer and he actually sells an, the airstream trailer um that was basically his life for several years in her, in order to pay for cochlear implants and um when he gets his cochlear implants he is able to hear again, but the problem that he finds is that um, the sound is kind of, is muffled. Uh, it's not as high quality as the sound that he was used to hearing, and um, also like the cochlear implants are not able to drown out crowd noise. Um. With both of those explanations, you both get a half point. Oh, come on. I'm not... take that one. What? He should take that one. Okay. But he's you know, in the movie. I like, almost watched that today, though. Yeah. I, I went on to Amazon and I watched Goliath instead, but I almost watched that today. Yeah. Uh, and that movie's on Amazon Prime as well. It's 1999. Yeah. No, no, it's uh, free, actually, on Amazon Prime. That yeah, it's cool. an original, I think. Yeah. Um. What's uh What's next? Uh, the next is Cordell. Uh, Cordell. Uh, tell me what Minari's about. Minari. Can we get a poster for this one? Yeah, you you can get a poster, Adam. How do you spell that? <laughs> M I N A R I. I need a poster as well. No, only Adam gets it. <laughs> I don't even know how helpful it's going to be. Is that Glenn? What? This didn't help me at all. <laughs> it's it's perfect, though. <laughs> well, you get. Oh. Okay. So... Minari is about um, an orphan kid who is who is taken in who eventually gets like basically it's it's a feel good story. Um, he's he's in uh, he gets abandoned by his biological parents and um, he actually he actually gets taken in by some aunts and uncles of his. And, um, yeah, he's, he lives a long and happy life. Adam? Uh, Minari is the unofficial sequel to The Walking Dead. And even though he totally died, Glenn lives, and he has a family, and, and they're the last people on Earth. Um, I, 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 I don't know who to give that to, honestly. 
Just tell us what the plot is, and, and maybe we can figure out who's closer. Okay. <laughs> uh, Minari is about a Korean family that that used to live in, like, California, but they decided to move out east to, uh, I believe, it's either Arkansas or Alabama, one of the two, to become uh, farmers, actually. Um, and basically just, they bought, instead of living in the city, they decided to live out in the country in this giant, like, 20, like, this giant, like, 20 acre, and it just shows them trying to live their lives in, like, the 19, late 1980s, early 90s, uh, and just kind of just shows what they had to go through. All right. Neither of us were very close on that one. I'm good with... <laughs> Neither of us gets one. <laughs> half a point. Okay. <laughs> so, the, what's the current... Two and a half to two and a half. Woo! This is heating up. <laughs> uh, that means it's Adam's turn, and Adam gets uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah is a true, true story, story, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure, about a uh, uh, black activist getting betrayed by a different black activist, maybe? That's where we're going with. Um... Judas and the Black Messiah is um it's it's a it's a Middle Eastern hood story and uh it basically it's it's the, the the Syrian version of Harlem and uh and um they're just uh they're just kind of walking around and and uh they're trying to make the place better um, Adam gets that point definitely. That's, that's what I thought. I did, I, yeah. <laughs> it is based on a true story. Whichever one of us um, basically, <laughs> offers, uh, this guy named by William O'Neill, uh, and he infiltrates, uh, to infiltrate the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party to ga- gather information on Chairman Fred Hampton. Alright. And basically he becomes close and acts basically like Judas in a sense. Okay. Well, Fred Hampton is the guy from Get Out in It, right? Yep. He plays Fred Hampton, which is kind of surprising because both... uh, There's two Best Picture movies right now that uh, that have Fred Hampton as a character. Really? (laughs) What'd you say? What did you say? Like, that's that's a real thing? (laughs) Well, yeah, because uh, Fred Hampton is in Judas and the Black Messiah... And he's also in the trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, wow. Look at him go. Yeah. Um, All right. So after six, uh, um, Adam is up three and a half to two and a half. Um, next is Cordell. Cordell, tell me what Nomad Land is about. Hmm. By the way, the last two movies you can rent on Amazon Prime for $19.99. All right. So, Nomadland is actually about um, adventurers in western China who are basically scaling a lot of the world's highest peaks uh, 
they successfully make they, they successfully make it up K2 without the K2 by the way is uh the actually the second highest mountain in the world um and so their this expedition group successfully makes it up K2 without any incident but um eventually they um uh like they um reserve like like a climbing expedition on Mount Everest and uh um in the the wet there's a bad turn with the weather and uh one of their one of their guys doesn't make it. Adam I think it is about uh World War One and uh there is I don't know, some type of of group of nomads that is trying to go through no man's land in one of the battlefields. Um, well, you're both wrong, but Cornell's slightly more right. Okay. Um, nomad land, nomad land is, takes place in 2011, 2010, whatever the recession was. 2008. 2008. Yep. Um, this woman, uh, she worked at a, which is getting a lot of flack right now, this movie is, of of how easy her time was at the Amazon uh, shipment facility. Um, basically, she became, um, with her, with a, one of the layoffs at the recession, she just basically just lived out of her van and just became a nomad. Shows her trips around the 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 U.S. and just sees the people or meet and just sees the connection they make. And she stops in in Adam and Cordell's home state. Oh, cool! Uh, Take at, that at the most famous place there. Well, and who would have who would have thought? Who would have thought that we would have a, a tiebreaker on movie number eight? <laughs> movie number eight is gonna give you like nothing. It's gonna oh, give you nothing. Uh, uh, no, are we gonna say no half points on this one just because someone has to win? Yeah. All right. Uh, is it you or is, no? It's Adam. Adam. Yes. Yeah, uh, tell me what the father is about. The father. Yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> Unless you want the poster, and the poster won't help you. I'm just telling you that now. I'm gonna look at the poster real quick. Okay, I'll let Cordell take a look too. Image it. Uh, also, uh, No Man Land, you can actually watch for free on Hulu. The father is about a woman who is estranged from her father, and um, she hears that he's like and, took a turn um, for the worse, so she comes like, to visit him, and he has Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever, and um, she's and, just trying um, to just connect trying with, to with him, him uh, one, one last, last time before, before he, goes. he goes. All right. Um... The father is about a charitable Catholic monastery 
Um, and, uh, basically, ba basically what, what happens is the, um, the head religious master of this monastery, um, is dead, and, uh, the monks of the, of this monastery, uh, um, are performing good deeds in his honor. And the winner is Adam. Woo! Was that movie actually about uh, uh, a, 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 a guy with memory loss? Yeah, him? he is. Uh, uh, the main character and played by Anthony Hopkins, which is fantastic acting. I really hope he wins Best Actor. Um, he um, is basically playing a, the father uh, with Alzheimer's. Hmm. Uh, and the best part about this movie is you see everything through his eyes and ears. Well, well, it's not first person by any means, but like he could be talking about a conversation like we are right now, and the whole scene could just change around him. Because it's like trying to confuse you the way he's confused. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, just to like, uh, like just show you like how fast it changes. Um. Related to that, have either of you? You. To that, have either? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a really interesting watch. It's like nineteen ninety nine on Amazon Prime. Uh, Amazon Prime, I want to say, yeah. The game four and a half to three and a half. So I don't know if I guess that. <laughs> Um, there's, I'm kind of related to that though. Um, have either of you ever seen Memento? Memento? No. But you guys have to watch that. That should be something we cover on this show. I wish I could forget that movie and watch it again. But it's about a guy who has um, short-term memory loss, and he's trying to solve his wife's murder, but he can't ever remember the stuff that he's learned. And the movie is shot. Backward, like like you oh, have to so watch it's like it an actually good version of Fifty First Dates. Yeah, it's like you don't know what happened before. Like yeah, you're just put in a situation with him, and then um, there's a, a black and white segment. Like it's like there's a, it's it's I don't even know how to explain. It's like it goes forward and backward in time, but it shows him at the end of the movie, and it shows him at the beginning. It does that back and forth until it meets in the middle. In the middle of the movie is the one of the craziest twist endings I've ever seen before. You do not see it coming at all, and it's great. Well, that's always good. Yeah, kind of like the last movie that we watched. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you ever get a chance, Cordell, watch Old Boy. Okay. The 2003 movie. It feels weird recommending a movie that's that miserable, but I, I recommend it to people, that's too. That's what you did to me! <laughs> it just feels weird, though, because it's, like, it's good, but it's, like, it's awful at the same time. Well, I mean, a few years ago, Tyler recommended that I watch Ex Machina, and I, I think it I think the world of Ex Machina is similarly bleak, so um, okay. but in Ex Machina no one gets their teeth pulled out by a hammer. Ah. By the other way, not with the, the hitty end. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. 
You know, Ox Machina 2, as long as we're going on tangents, has one of my favorite scores ever. That's good. I, I think one of my favorite scores is... Oh, oh, like, there's a lot of movies with just fantastic scores. Like, I like songs. I don't like entire scores, if that makes sense. Yeah. See, I like Ex Machina's score because it's super dissonant. And you don't hear that in movies a whole lot. Like, it's it's really sounding in the right way. I feel like you'll like Sound of Metal score a lot. Probably. Uh, Adam, actually, I know what your favorite score is. What? Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. I don't even remember it. Eight Crazy Nights is fantastic. <laughs> That's we're not talking songs, we're talking score, right? What? Or are we talking songs? Are we talking songs or are we talking score? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, do, you, do you just want to introduce the next game? Uh, I don't remember what we're doing next, actually. Basically, the next game that we're playing, Cordell, is basically, it's going to rotate between me and Adam, just asking, uh, giving past winners of the Best Picture nominee or other categories, like, nothing like Best Director, blah, 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 blah. I have used the other categories, by the way. I found some really strange movies. Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, basically, we're going to give you more and more hints until you or one of us, uh, the other one of us that's not asking the question gets it. Interesting. Uh, do you want me to go first, Adam, or do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Uh, let me find my one. I have. So should I should I prepare um a question for this game or not? Um, you don't have to. Okay. Can you screen peek you? Uh, no, I have it on my phone. Okay. And the opposite end of. So I feel like this is not going to be fair. Uh, the opposite end of this couch that we're sitting on. Yeah, I can. I. For the record, I cannot see Tyler Newton's phone screen at all. Um, this Good. movie, this movie won best animated feature in two thousand five. Dude, no, the Jungle Book. No, the Jungle Book <laughs> came out in like the sixties, seventies. You, you know, sometimes you have to go for it, dude. Um, the original Cinderella. No. <laughs> Definitely the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's produced by DreamWorks. Shrek. No, uh, no. Shrek won in two thousand one. Damn. Two thousand two. One of the two. Shrek the third. Shrek was actually the first movie to ever won the best animated feature nominee. Pretty sure that that would be that would be like uh, Finding Nemo time frame, but it's not Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is Pixar. 
Oh, shit. Uh, 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 I mean, shoot. I, I, is this a family-friendly podcast? I'm sorry. No. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, this uh, The movie's budget was $30 million, but it made $192.6 million. animated movie that profited $160 million. And it's not traditional animation that you would think. Avatar? No. Not Avatar. Oh, oh, um, is it like, um, is it Nightmare Before Christmas? No. But you're close. <sighs> Annabelle? Hmm. Frank um, and Wayne. <laughs> I'm uh, this... Uh, this movie stars uh, two main characters. One's a, a human, and the other one's an animal. The fox and the hound. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, pretty sure fox and the hound is also old. I'm, 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 I'm doing all the bad guesses. Hey, just leave <laughs> all the bad guesses to me, Adam. I'm good at that. I don't even have a guess right now. Uh, the the title, uh, the the like the sub because it, it's Looney Tunes. What? Looney Tunes, like that weird one where it's like um, back in action. No, uh, like <laughs> because this movie is there. There's multiple movies in this franchise. Should I say? And this movie, the subtitle is, uh, is a pun of an old monster movie. That has a different animal replacing that monster. Is it a Scooby Doo movie? No. It's made by <laughs> DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Produced by DreamWorks. Um. I mean, the only possible show that this could be is Airbud. <laughs> um, it's uh, this movie is done in claymation. Oh, is it Frankenweenie? No, that's too far down, Adam. Oh, jeez, claymation. I feel like I know. I feel like I know it now. It's like, um. Oh, I, I know, know what it is, is too. too. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, it's like... <laughs> this is killing me. I really feel like I know... I, I really feel like I know what this movie is, but I, I just cannot think of like the title. Uh, you need, like, one more hint? Yeah. Um. The animal in question that's based on the old monster movie is a rabbit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Chicken Little. No. It's. Chicken Little. Uh, are you ready for the title? Sure. Wallace and Gromit. The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Oh. That's not what I was thinking of at all. 
Was that what you were thinking about, Adam? I, for some reason, I was thinking that... Um, I think that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking of a dog instead of a rabbit. Oh. Well, I mean, like, uh, he, uh, he, the, the second character is a dog. Uh, the, the, the rabbit becomes the were-rabbit. I was thinking of... I don't know if I've seen that Wallace and Gromit movie. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's yeah. your, I guess it's your turn, Adam. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this movie is about a family that goes camping, and when they're like going back home to Seattle, they run over an animal, and they think that they can make a lot of money with its body. Is it uh, the uh, Hendersons? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, it won best makeup. Oh. I, I honestly just guessed. I was like, wait, it has to be like Bigfoot or something. The only Bigfoot movie I know is like uh, Harry and the Hendersons. I, I thought that would really stump you guys. <laughs> and it's also a dumb movie, so. Um. Wow. <laughs> well, I win that one. Yeah. Gee, I wonder who. I wonder who won that round. <laughs> um. There's one specific one I want. There, oh, th- th- there it is. Uh, this movie, uh, I'm going to do an obvious one for you guys before I do the hard one. This movie won Best Picture in 2018. Whiplash? No. Hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't remember three years ago. If if I give you the director, you guys will probably get it. Okay. Like Guillermo del Toro. Shape of Water. Adam wins. I don't think I know that movie at all. Shape of Water. I think I've showed it to you. The one with the woman making out with the fishman. Not no. Watch it. It sounds weird, it sounds but watch, weird, it. It's but watch it. It's good. You get to see fish people. Sex. And murder. And murder. Lots, of murder. Lots of murder. Yeah. And Octavia Spencer. And it's both, and it's really, both disturbing really disturbing and really whimsical. Yes. Team Tams. Yeah. Yeah. Back to you, Adam. All right, um, in this movie, uh, a really rich guy guy makes makes a bet bet that he can can travel travel around the world in 80 days. Around the world in 80 days. (laughs) If it's not around the world in 80... is Is it the Tom and Jerry version? No. No. Um. <laughs> okay, you have to guess have which, to guess which one is. is. I guess the regular one. Well, you can't just, say, can't the just say the regular one. one. The one with Jackie Chan. Hot, hot air balloon. Um, here I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bit I'll more. It samples, samples footage, footage from, from a 1902 uh, uh, silent, silent film. film. 
It's it's a Jackie Chan one. Nope. Nope. Is it the Tom and Jerry one? Nope. Nope. Cordell, you, Cordell, you gotta you, jump you in. Gotta you can steal it for him. Um, it's... Well, I said it's the hot air balloon one. It's like kind of like all of them, though. Oh, heck. Um... <laughs> Is it just around the world in 80 days? Like the original? It's uh, 1956. Oh. <laughs> well. But up, up, but up, um. You know, I forgot about the Tom and Jerry one. I knew that, like, Jackie Chan was going to get thrown in there. Because Jackie Chan cannot do a bad movie. <laughs> nope. I think that that one's the best adapted screenplay. I could see it. Okay, Adam. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? I hope so. Uh, this movie... Daddy's home. I don't know which one I want to do. I can either do the 2003 one, or I can do the... Um, Remembering 9-11 documentary. The 1977 one. Uh, I'll give you the guy's option. Do you want to do the 2003 movie or the 1977 movie? Which one's harder? Uh, probably the 1977 movie, because how many movies do you actually know from the 1970s? I want to do the hard one. Okay. Basically... The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> This movie won Best Costumes in 1977. Give us another hint. <laughs> um, this movie is part of a franchise. Space Jam. <laughs> the Godfather Part 2. Um, uh, this might help you. Its budget was $11 million, but it made $775.8 million. Um, uh, I need more than that. <laughs> um, I can't give you the director or written by. Uh, it's not the first movie in this franchise. Um, I mean, is it The Godfather Part 3? No. No, it's uh, original Star Wars. Ding, 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 ding. No. <laughs> and that's Cordell for you. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. Should I do a really hard one? If you want. Okay, uh, this movie takes place in World War II, and a guy comes out of retirement and meets um, um, President Roosevelt at the beginning of the movie.
I'm I'm not sure. Uh, he is then awarded the Congressional Gold Medal. Uh, that is definitely Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wrong. It's actually Daddy's home. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Here, I'll give you, uh, uh, it was made in 1942. A World War II movie made in 1942. Yeah. <sighs> the Green Berets. No, kidding, kidding. <laughs> um, <the> future. <laughs> I can see the future. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, after he gets the um, Congressional Gold Medal, it flashes back um, to his early life and career as a dancer. Is it cabaret? No. <laughs> um, pretty sure that is the 2015 movie Pearl Harbor. Uh, it's actually Battleship. <laughs> I actually don't even know what year Pearl Harbor is from, but it's definitely not 1942. Um, <laughs> um, Michael Bay, maybe? Uh, yeah, Battleship is Michael Bay. <laughs> I, need, I need something more. Um, here I'm reading, because I've actually never seen this movie, so I'm reading to see what I can get you as a hint. <laughs> uh, have we seen it? I'm sure you haven't. What? I'm sure you haven't. Did you did you tell us what award it won in 1942? It won. God damn it! What did it win? Uh. Uh. Best. Um. Best actor, uh, best music, best sound recording. Uh, it's actually the, the um, uh, springtime for Hitler. The Grapes of <laughs> Wrath. The Grapes of Wrath. Here, the first word in its title is Yankee. Damn Yankees. No. The first word in the title, dude. Um, uh, damn is silent. Yes, <laughs> so, so Yankees. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> um, um, World War Two, the musical. In the producers. Yeah, producers. My bad. Uh, the second word is doodle. Yankee doodle dandy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to do one more? No one more each? I don't think if anyone guesses that without me giving like a like if the entire thing away, I don't know. <laughs> They're not human. Cause, like who in 2021 has heard of 
1942 World War II classic, Yankee Doodle Dandy, (laughs) that apparently won several awards. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, And I, I, I bet you, if you were to watch that, I, uh, it's probably similar to the 1930s movie, The Grapes of Wrath, in that, um, uh, movie recording techniques have come a long way since then. Yeah, probably is not very, uh, it's probably not really up to par anymore. So, Adam, let me ask you this, um... And so it's it's about time to wrap up too. Um, what is your uh, uh, actual best picture of the year? So um, I was actually this entire time googling movies from twenty twenty because I forgot we were going to do that. I was like, oh shit! I don't realize what my favorite movie that actually came out this year was, and I am still um, looking because I have not seen almost any of them that came out this year. <laughs> Was 1917 a 2020 movie? No. I mean, we came out in like 2019. I've been like slowly scrolling through a list of movies like this entire time. I'm like, I haven't even seen any of these. Honestly, my favorite movie is actually one of the Best Picture nominees. Oh, really? Uh, I would... I would want to say either Trial of the Chicago 7 or Promising a Woman is my favorite. I'm gonna go with the o- I'm gonna go with the only Best Picture nominee that I've seen from 2020 and say The Sound of Metal. I mean, it can be anything that you've seen in 2020. I I didn't see any 2020 movies. I don't think other than other than The Sound of Metal, but I, there might have been some other ones. Huh? Can I do a documentary? Sure. Um, The Social Dilemma. Oh. Because apparently that I didn't realize that it came out this year, but that is <laughs> that is a really good movie. Um, oh, uh, I forgot one. Uh, uh, Soul is a good movie. Oh, that was this year. Yeah, so Soul was twenty twenty. Uh, okay, I'd probably say Soul actually. Uh, and uh, Onward is a good movie. Onward was good, but it's not anywhere near as good as Soul. Yeah, I, I like I like Onward for different reasons. Um, but yeah. Um, Standing. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking through what? this list of movies, and I'm pretty sure the only one I've seen is uh, The Sound of Metal. <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, what best picture movie would you say uh, is your choice to win it all? I think oh. Mank because they like movies about movies and they like historical movies. And they like Gary Oldman. And they like, um... Um... Dave Fincher. See, of the eight movies, the one that I know is, like... They all... All eight of them have something. But I feel like the worst one, in my opinion, is Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, yeah? Uh, Judas is my bottom one. Then it would go Mank. Then it would go uh, Nomadland. Because, uh, Nomadland is 
is a lot of the same as Mink. It's just a whole lot of nothing. It's a whole lot of cinematography. That's all it is, pretty much. Um, then it's the father. Then I would move up to... What would be next? Uh, then I would move up to Minari. Minari's really good because uh, I watched it with a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours. Um, and he, it was actually really good. I didn't really like it at first, but like you get into it, it's really good. And with them, like a parasite from last year, this one would probably be the same. Uh, Sound of Metal might be good because as a Muslim, Muslim actor as a lead, um, Promising Woman is a really different take on a lot of things. And since they like Joker from last year, they might. That's why they chose this. Uh, and what's and my my honest choice is Trial of the Chicago Seven. Because it's a history of biopic, it's a comedy, it's a serious action. A little, every little thing it has. So you think it will be um, Chicago 7 then? Yep. How, How much, much money did you put on it? What? How much money did you put down on that? Uh, I would put you down for... Um, I would put down $10 on... Friday of Chicago 7 and $15 on... No, no, $10 on Friday of Chicago 7 and $5 on Promising Young Woman. Those are my top two picks. Okay. Wow. What, what's your... Cordell, yeah, sure. I haven't seen any of them, really. <laughs> Cordell, what, what, do you, what do you think is going to win? Of the eight. Want me to just completely speculate? Yeah, just just wild wild speculation. Yeah, of the eight that you that you've heard this brief synopsis on, what's your favorite one? Actually, I'm pretty sure 2067 is going to win Best Picture. It's not even nominated, even though it's not nominated. Dude, dude, someone will nominate it from the floor. Nomadland. I'm, I'm intrigued by Nomadland. I hope it wins. Okay. You know what should really win, though, is Borat's subsequent movie film. It's nominated for a couple things, but here's the thing. Borat's, Borat's actor, Sasha Baron Conan, is in Trial of the Chicago 7. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's the end of the of the celebration. Yeah. So I um, saw this earlier today. I was like, I'm just going to say it on the podcast so I get you on record too. Um, so because we did the Oscars. Yes. We should do the Grammys. No. Why not? I, I would rather do the Tonys first. <laughs> I would make you sit through the Tonys too. Be a lot more entertaining. The Tonys are more entertaining. Well, I mean, they probably are actually more entertaining, but us talking about the Grammys would be more entertaining. I feel like us talking about the Grammys would be 
just terrible. Jeez. Would it be like me complaining about everything and then you don't actually really have a problem with it? Well, no, here's the thing. Um, let's say the Grammy music is right in the center of this, like, uh, graph, right? You're at the very bottom of the graph listening to whatever you want, and I'm at the very top of the graph listening to whatever I want, but our two half circles don't meet that middle point of the Grammys. I know, that'd be great. We should get a third person on, too, that has, like, a more, like, mainstream um, view on music. And then we can just, like, gain up on them from opposite sides. I guess if you want to co-host with us, let us know. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, before we go, thanks to Cordell for joining us. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, it's been fun. Um, uh, 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 it was kind of interesting trying to guess the plot of seven different Best Picture movies that I haven't seen. The only one that I've seen out of the eight that I tried to guess where it was uh, Sound of Metal. I never watched any of them. <laughs> it was a train wreck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you ever want to come back on, uh, just let us know. Uh, pick a movie. Talk about it. Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, anyway, we'll see you guys later. Yeah, peace. Oh, the cable box is out. Uh, uh, yeah, the the the, the cable well, that box. That's, uh, we can't watch the Oscars anymore. Well, that stinks. Uh, Walmart is like a hundred feet from here. I'm not walking that far. Walmart is like a hundred feet from here. I'm not walking that far. Here, let's send this guy. Let's just send this guy with the drinks. Maybe we'll get more drinks. Always oh, gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've got the drinks. One knows that. Just, just get out. Is that a wrap?